What is up, everybody? This is another episode of the Rad Podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel and Judd. <laughs> awesome, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode. Uh, we are excited uh, for this one. I mean, we're excited for everyone, every episode that we, yeah. we, we create or dish out. Um, if we're honest. If we're honest, right. No favorites. <laughs> Um, we don't pick favorites. We don't pick favorites. <laughs> all our all our children are loved. So <laughs> our children. All our episode children. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, guys, today our topic is is not much of a like it's not really a, a question or a statement like we typically have um or have done in the last couple episodes. Um this is just we're talking about traveling. Adventure. Adventure we're seeking. breaking the molds. We're breaking the molds and we're just gonna Talk about traveling, personal experiences, uh, places we yeah we've been, places we want to go, mm-hmm. like different kinds of traveling. Why is traveling important? What are some pros and cons? Advantages, disadvantages. So yeah, that's the plan. Um, but we have a, a cool quote today, and uh, Rachel, you want to share that with the people <laughs> who are listening? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so the quote is, "The world is a book." Those who do not travel read only one page. Wow. Where is it from? That is uh, actually from a hostel in Poland that my mom uh, had seen when Mm -hmm. she stayed at this hostel. And walking up the steps to the front door, there was this quote. um, Which I think is awesome because clearly she has a passion for traveling. Yeah. And so she's been able to pass that on to you. Yeah. Hence why we are talking about it today. Totally. And honestly, I feel like a lot of people don't even know what a hostel is. What is a hostel, Judd? Well, a hostel, at least to my def- uh, understanding from having stayed at a couple, um, mm-hmm. is that it's uh, it's just a very affordable place to travel. Uh, it tends to be bunking, uh, like bunk beds, and you're bunking with like six to eight other random people mm-hmm. a lot of times it's mixed so male and female um and uh yeah it's really cheap um prices from like 20 bucks to like 30 40 bucks a night on uh, some of the most popular <coughs> areas around the world places like rome um you can find some uh even all over the u.s um uh France, London, I mean, you name big cities like that, Hong Kong, there's going to be hostels practically everywhere. Um, so hostels are, are a really great way to uh, travel, in my opinion, for cheap. And you get honestly, you get to meet some really cool people. But hmm. before we dive into that, let's, let's talk about the quote that we just shared, right? <clears throat> the world is a book. Those who do not travel read only one page. That, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. What do you think about that? Um, I think. I don't know. I think I have been guilty of sticking to my comfortable little page that I've hmm. read many times. Yeah. Um. So I honestly feel called out by this quote. Um. Because I feel like there's, like, I'll say I maybe have like two pages under my belt. Cause, nice. <laughs> um. Because we'll talk about later. My traveling experience is mostly growing up going to Mexico. Yeah. Um, so 
But, like, yeah, I've always heard about, like, these, I don't know, I guess, plans that everyone has to, like, as a graduation present, they're going to go to Europe and do a backpacking trip, or they want to go and, like, I don't know, see a bunch of different countries, and I'm like, I've only been to the one I was born in, and the one that my family's from. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't really gone anywhere outside of that. Um, so, but then that's really cool, because it's like, I feel like you, you don't get the whole story, right? If you read one page. Totally. And so I think it's kind of cool to, um, yeah, think about the world being this new discovery that totally. is open, an open book. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow. What a connection. <laughs> I totally agree. I feel the same way, and I think, yeah, just the, uh. So the last part of that quote when it says those who do not travel read only one page and just thinking like you there's so much more that you can discover and uncover um as you open the cover to the sorry but uh, anyways um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so many more pages you can see different perspectives that you can get as you get to travel and it really does widen your perspective on life and on the world as a whole, like, there's so much more than just my bubble here in California, you know, mm. um, in Southern California and you, in your city that you live in. And, like, it, it's crazy how much bigger life is outside of just where we're comfortable and where we're focused um, on, you know. Yeah. So I think it's a cool quote just to kind of, let me look past this one page. Let me flip the page. Let me look somewhere else. Let me go experience a different culture, a different environment. And it really just shape your perspective um, on life as a whole, for sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, let's talk about places that we've we've been, places we've traveled to. <clears throat> um, Rachel, where have you been? <laughs> where have I been? Um, I will say, I think... Um... Okay, so I think in regards to, I guess, nationally traveling, um, I've, I've, like I said before, I've only been to Mexico, outside of the United States, where I was born and where I live now. Um, mm-hmm. So, oh wait, technically I went to Canada for a day. <laughs> <coughs> we'll count it, we'll count it. We'll count it, Yeah. Um, How old were you? Um, actually, it was... Oh, well, it was before Josh passed. We went yeah. with Josh. Um, but I think yeah. it was like in 2016, 2017. Okay, that counts. So it was pretty recent. Um, but we only went for the day because... Well, in states, like in, in the United States, um, I've been to... I went to Michigan when I was really, really little. Um, so I've been there probably three times in total. Okay. The first time I don't remember at all. Um, the second time we went with family and I remember... That was the first time I actually saw like snowflakes. Whoa, that's cool. So it was really cool because I remember looking at my glove and I was like, Whoa! The, snow in like, Michigan. That's but cool. like the snowflake, like the snow when it falls, it actually has yeah. the... Like shape of yeah. a like it was like what it was crazy to me anyways Whoa. um so there was that and then 
Michigan is right next to Canada, so we took the bridge from Michigan to Canada. Oh, and so sick. we went there for the day. Nice. Um, and it was cleaner. Just went over the. <laughs> A little bit nicer over there. Mm. <laughs> Your one day experience didn't tell you that. Come I on. could not Come tell on. you that. Could not tell you that. Which is why sometimes I'm like, ah, that was a fake trip. <laughs> I didn't really, because I didn't get to see the culture. I just went totally, right totally. next to the the shore. That was it. Um, but anyways, yeah. So there's that. I've been to I've been to Vegas a few times. Nice. Um, Vegas. Whether I was visiting friends or um. Actually, one of my uncles used to always take us on... We used to do, like, a family trip every summer. To Vegas. Um, Not Vegas. But we would do either a lake trip or we would do a winter ski trip. Oh, okay. Um, so we would go to Lake Mead, which is really close to That's Vegas. That's fun. Um, so, yeah. So we would we would go there. I've been there. I've been to Arizona. Um, Nevada. I've been to Utah. We went to Bryce Canyon when Utah. I was younger. Um, Zion recently. Oh, come on. Well, not. I yeah, guess a couple years ago. A couple years ago. Um, Zion's great. I have to go back. So it was good. Um, but yeah, so I've been to those places. Been to. I've been up north, north, northern California, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, and then I grew up going to Mexico with my grandma. Cause you're Latina. Cause I'm Latina. Um. Yeah, yeah, so that that was a huge part of my growing up. What was I that loved... like? The thing is, I never considered it as, like, vacation. Hmm. Why is that? Because, I mean, it was a vacation. Sure. Because it was outside of my normal life. But, I don't know, part of me just, it felt like I was just visiting another home. Like, another family. Another yeah. home. Part of my family. Um, but what was really cool is that when I went over, we went over there as a little girl, I remember being like, you know, these are people, I'm people, you know, we're the same. Like, it seemed like nothing else was really different besides I got, we're speaking Spanish and when I was, yeah, when I was younger, it was like, I got to eat like they eat or I got to sleep in the rooms that they slept in or I got to experience a house their house that's not just one big house like you go to different rooms that are separated and that's not how it is here like we're very modern um but going over there I was like oh this is cool it's a cool experience um and then now as I'm getting older I go there and I'm like wow reality check like (laughs) yeah how much do I have there um so anyway, so that's honestly, I feel like that is a sanctuary for me totally. in Mexico. Being able to so go so simple. I've always felt more connected to God when I'm in Mexico. Wow, that's yeah. special. And just connected to my family too. Just being able to know Your heritage is there. My heritage, yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. And just how hard they have to work just to live. Survive. That's crazy. Yeah. I just go to a store and buy milk. They like actually, you know. Milk a cow, however you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How blessed. At four in the morning. Seriously. For miles one way and then miles back. Yeah. Like, yeah, their life is doing the basics. Like yeah. Providing so they have food. Mm-hmm. Doing these things. I, I'm just trying to get into a school program so I can, you know, 
and have enough money to live in Southern California. Hmm. They're just, they, that's not their worry. They're just trying to get food and enjoy yeah. living there. That's, that's their cool. whole life. Their whole life is living. Huh. Interesting. That's so cool. That's it so is. special. It is. So that's my experience. What about you, Jed? Yeah, that, that's just cool. Because I feel like I, I've never really experienced that. What you just shared. That kind of traveling. It seems really intimate and unique. Hmm. But, um, yeah. I, I've traveled a couple places. Um, I, uh, let's see. Where to start? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've done a couple... Um, like little church mission trips. I did one to Alaska, which was really cool. I got to stay on a camp so in Talkeetna, Alaska. And you can see Denali um, just right in the horizon. It's a beautiful, massive mountain. Yeah. For us, um, uneducated folk, Yeah. what is that? Denali, is, it's a mountain. Mm. It's a mountain. It's the second um, biggest mountain in the world. Um, really? Yeah, actually, I think, so Everest, I I may be wrong on this, so please don't quote me on this, but Everest is the tallest, like, highest point on Earth. Really? But I think Denali, from base to summit, is actually a larger mountain than, than uh, oh. Everest. It just starts at a lower elevation. Mm. I could be wrong, but I, I either know it's, it's the largest mountain, or it's the second largest. But anyways, it was really cool being able to see this beautiful snow-capped mountain. Wow. Just right there. We're in this really gorgeous forest, just like on a little camp. It was really cool. That's crazy. That was awesome. Um, and then I got to go to Scotland for another little mission trip for a couple of weeks, and that was great. The Scots. It was really fun. Um, <laughs> cool culture and... Man, I remember meeting a like a native Scot, a native Scotsman, really? and this dude I could not understand a word. Really? Of, and he was speaking English, right? Because Gaelic isn't it's an old language; it's not really used anymore. Yeah. Um, but this dude speaking English, but his accent is just so thick. I'm like, you are just mumbo jumbo right now. Oh, uh, and. Yeah, I, I just couldn't understand what he's saying. Anyways, that's just it's just cool to experience, um, like or interact with someone that was you know like a hardcore native there. Whoa. Um. Anyways, I went to Scotland and I um, uh, when I graduated high school and my brother Shane uh, graduated college, we decided that we would kind of spend a globe. And figure out where we want to go. We wanted to travel somewhere. And we decided that it'd be cool to go to one uh, one country. Opposed to doing the typical uh, Europe trip. Where you're just kind of like gone for a week and a half, two weeks. And you go to like six different countries. And you really don't get a good feel of mm. any of those countries. So we decided to do one country. And we ended up choosing Italy. Uh, that was an incredible trip. We were there for three and a half weeks. Um, we started in Rome and ended in Milan, uh, and it was awesome. Um, one of the highlights for sure was, um, staying, uh, with the family there through this website called Help X. Um, this is a, a, uh, totally write this down if you want to travel 
to other countries for if extremely you, cheap. If you feel inspired. Totally. This, this website is called helpx.com. Uh, this website basically is a way to, uh, you can stay, like, homestays uh, with families in any country, like, practically around the world. And you are required to work about, like, five hours a day. You tend to get weekends off, and in return, you get to have a place to stay for free, and you get usually get f- uh, food. So r- room and board covered. Um, and the coolest part about it, honestly, is just you get to connect with locals. So Shane and I um, got to stay on an, um, like an olive garden, like in the hills of, of Perugia, Italy, for two weeks. And we would just prune olive trees um, for five hours a day. And we would chop wood on some other days too. And um, and we got just to five hours connect. Is like nothing. That's no, nothing. I, it goes by quick. And it's, honestly, it's so, it's really nice and therapeutic just to, um, you know, prune these trees and to see the work and the reward after of like, ah, oh, this tree was once covered by vines and mistletoe and all these other, you know, weeds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's now, it's clean and it's, it looks so pretty. Crazy. Um, so that was a killer, killer trip. I think mainly because we got to meet some people that were like have been living in Italy their whole lives and, and uh, got to connect with them and they could give us good good tips on where to go next, the places to travel. Um, it's always cool when you travel to connect with the locals somehow. Mm. Um, talk to the locals. They tend to know obviously what's best, the best places to go, the important things, sure. not just the typical touristy things, you know? Um more meaningful things i feel like yeah out uh, with the basic that's right that's right so that in italy and then i studied abroad in london for three months oh that was killer so jealous that was so much fun and that was, was really cool i got to do that with my buddy donnie and um got to go out there and just uh, experience london for three months taking some classes and riding the tube and we stayed in a flat known as an apartment here um but mm-hmm. that was a really killer experience one I cherish, I will cherish for the rest of my life, without a doubt. Um, and the coolest part about traveling to London or anywhere in Europe is you're so close to other countries, other places. And so we got to do like a weekend trip to France. We just took like a two-hour train to, to Paris and just stayed at a hostel and rode those like bird or lime scooters all around Paris and saw the Eiffel Tower and um, just went around, had croissants and baguettes and, you know, it was just a great, great time. That's crazy. It sounds like what we would do if we like, like going to San Francisco is further. Like you want to go, like if you go to like San Diego from here, yeah. and from, from LA to like San Diego would be yeah, like two and a half hours, two and a half hours, two and a half. Yeah. Oh. What do you think of this? Well, the way my mom drives, ah. <laughs> an hour and a half to two True. hours. <laughs> That's probably more like that. That's valid. Um, but like we would go and we would stay with my uncle. Yeah. Because he lives down there. That's like, like that's just, what it sounds like. Yeah, that's that. Being it's able that to quick. just go. Oh, yeah, like insane. countries are, are states. Um, sorry, states are countries in Europe. Like we have states and we travel to like Nevada or Utah. Yeah. In a couple hours, like that's the same thing for for Europe. A couple. It's just countries. It's yeah, honestly. So, anyways, that that was just, it's super cool. And I think the coolest part, like, about that trip was just the fact that it was three months. Like, there's something unique 
and special about going to a new place and a new environment entirely and mm-hmm. and staying there for three months because you really experience culture shock. Yeah, and, you're submerged in it. Yeah, and I think there's... Um, like it's known as fact. I mean, I, I, at least I've experienced it that if you were to stay in a new place, a new city, a new country, uh, it takes about three months to become fully adjusted to that country, whether that's just like climate and, you know, um, culture, um, as a whole, like your body and your mind and just everything is just fully adjusted around the three month mark. Sure. And so we had to stay there to that three month mark and I got to find out how I would work if I were to live in London. Um, and it was really cool. It was just, it was a very unique experience and I totally recommend it to anyone is to travel along, like for a long time, at least like, like once in your life, travel for a month in some foreign place. Um, mm. cause I think it's just, it's special and it's really unique and it's cool to see how like you bring these other culture norms into a place where well that's not the norm anymore and kind of having this internal struggle yeah. um but that was a definitely cool trip and then um yeah since then i've yet to travel I mean, i've traveled to, to a couple states around the area and utah with rachel and um that was fun yeah just a lot of camping in the area too i love to camp and hike um did a cool fun two-week trip to Utah, that was a great time, and, uh, yeah, so those are my experiences, those are Rachel's experiences, yeah, um, well, Rachel, what, you know, the transition, what's one place that you want to go to next, what's a place that's on your list, like, I really want to go there, and I want to make it happen soon, um, it's so funny, because I feel like I have multiple that I want to go to I have like a whole list but um I don't know I would say this the the, I'm honestly between Spain and Italy um not New Zealand huh well New Zealand is on the bucket list oh okay but I say bucket list because it's like I want to go when I'm married (laughs) oh for sure um Spain or Italy is one that I would like to do um, whether I'm married or not, whether it's with other people or not, um, I really, my mom and I actually were, like, talking about how we wanted to go to Spain together, I really want to go with my mom, um, because we both speak Spanish, so being able to just be submerged totally. in a Spanish-speaking country, That's um, awesome. and it's different, it's going to be totally different than how we speak in Mexico, Sure. um, and I'm sure that would be... It's like a different dialect. Yeah, and I'm sure that would be insane to try and keep up because they speak faster, they speak more proper, they... Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, So that would be insane. Um, I'd love to go there, um, but also challenging myself, actually, um, Eliana. Um, yeah, a, uh, a family friend was encouraging me to learn Italian. Huh. Because she was like, it's so close to Spanish. If you speak Spanish, you could learn Italian pretty easy. And then you can say that you know three languages. And then you could go to Italy and speak yeah, with that'd be pretty cool. people. And I was like, well, that would be really cool. Um, so having that in mind as like a goal to go there 
kind of makes me want to like learn the language kind of huh. have like a a goal to be able to totally. really be in the culture and be able to speak yeah. the language too i think it would be i think it would be really cool that's super cool <laughs> yeah that's awesome so those are those are the next up in the playlist nice. they're in the queue <laughs> i like it i like it that's awesome yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, mm-hmm. uh, I think my next place, uh, I get, I'd want to travel. Um, well, I guess I. I uh, just recently bought a ticket to Seattle. Oh. Um. I'm mad. Just cause I, you know, I'm hoping that I can get into a nursing program. Uh, for those who don't know, and be able to start next year. Um, but, um, you know, so with that in mind, I want to be able to travel because the nursing Mm -hmm. program is very intensive and it's two years straight, two or three years straight. And so that's practically two or three years of like no traveling, like, like not a whole lot of room to, to go out and do a a whole lot. So I thought, all right, I want to, in a week in December, I want to go somewhere. And honestly, I just saw how cheap a flight was to Seattle. I'm like, I've never been. Let's go to Seattle. So I bought a flight. Let's go. He's talking to himself, by the way. Yes, me. Sorry. Sorry, Rachel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this... Get my hopes up for two seconds, oh, but it's gosh. fine. Oh, it's gosh. whatever. Uh, one, and this is a great <laughs> point, too, is that I think it's good to travel alone. This will be my first time ever traveling solo. Really? Um, oh, yeah. I've, tri- I've traveled. I went to Alaska. I traveled like with a group. Um, like it was just me, my parents, no family was there, but like I was with a group. This is like a trip that I'm planning to go on. Whoa. Like just me, not That's knowing true. really anyone. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited, um, to go to Seattle in December. Um, and, uh, staying at a hostel. Um, and I'm really, really pumped just to kind of get the, the travel bug again. Cause it's been two years since I've been out of uh, the state or no sorry i've been i went to utah earlier this year but i i guess been on a plane two years since i've been on a plane is what i meant to say Hmm. um so i'm excited i'm excited to do that and that really kind of ties into another cool topic of traveling that i think uh, we can end on um it's just the idea of like spontaneity versus planning a trip Hmm. you know as for me like this whole seattle trip it was pretty spontaneous yeah you know like i didn't I, I, I've, now that I've bought the tickets and I uh, booked the hostel, I am planning more. Like, oh, what, what do I want to do there? But initially, it was just like, yeah, let me just buy a ticket. I want to go. Hmm. I don't want to, like, second guess it or make excuses why I can't do it. I just, I want to, I, I, I called the week off from both my jobs and I'm set. Now, only thing that, you know, is waiting is for me to initiate. So I just chose to do it and I bought it. I bought a ticket. Um... So yeah, I think that's cool. That's that works for some people. I I think a lot of people wrestle with that. I think they mm-hmm. want to have more structure and take time to plan, think out a trip. Uh, but I think there's something special and just kind of spontaneously buying a, a a ticket and just going, not knowing mm-hmm. exactly what's like what's gonna happen. Not necessarily planning a, an itinerary. Like I don't. Like mm-hmm. I just I open a note notes tab and just like hey maybe check this place out or this is a cool pub you can go to or a cool you know sandwich place you can check out and i think that's cool um i think i think buying a ticket and going off you know that spontaneous energy 
for some people see it as like you're writing a blank check. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they totally. see they see un you know, unsolved financial cost of yeah. what this is gonna do, what's gonna like totally. I need to I need to be able to afford yeah. what the cost of the, yeah. that is gonna be. <laughs> sure, sure. And I think a lot of people and it's easy to see like spontaneous travel or spontaneity in itself as like really reckless and not responsible mm. um but uh, to me you get you can get so caught up in those uh, mindsets and i think they're they're healthy and that there's wisdom there um but uh it's important just to, to be spontaneous and i think rachel wants to share a quote well yeah i mean just what you were saying um before we recorded um judd was actually sharing a quote that i think you're basically explaining now yeah. with this idea of being spontaneous in your travel. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So it says, it's better to chase after what gives your life meaning and trust yourself to deal with the stress that, that follows. Um, that's a quote by Kelly McGonigal. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's really cool. Cause I was like, Whoa, that you're, you're explaining that quote yeah. basically. Totally. Just that sometimes you need to give your life meaning and by doing that you need to chase it you need yeah. to chase the meaning and then everything else will follow will follow totally yeah yeah i love that because you have to trust yourself to deal with the stress that follows yeah sometimes if you think if traveling is what gives you meaning or going to a new place can be a, a great reset button for you man just like, go for it and trust yourself to deal with the stress that follows sometimes that's financial stress stress and you can work through it and figure it out obviously i'm not telling you to empty waste your all bank your account. money yeah, yeah just go somewhere like well you, there's some wisdom there but like you know do what you gotta do and i think that if if traveling is something you've always been passionate about but have always made excuses for why you can't do it and you're not capable of yeah man go for it like don't overthink it like you you there's so many ways to do to do traveling cheap and hostelworld.com like, like use that website it's a it's a great website to look up hostels all around the world for dirt cheap and that's how i found the hostel that i'm going to be staying in in seattle it, i mean there's so many resources the help x that i shared um like you can stay at places for for dirt cheap um and it's a great way just to just to go for it just flip it and send it yeah and i think maybe Maybe it doesn't have to be an entire, like, I don't know. It doesn't have to be entirely spontaneous. It doesn't have to be, like, let me buy a ticket and just fly by the seat of my pants. Like, it could yeah. be, it could also be, that's spontaneity could be, I'm going to buy a ticket. Or even what you did, like, just, yeah. or maybe not even buy a ticket. Let me just, let me make a goal of when I want to travel. I'm going to be on a trip for these two weeks yeah. in this year or, yeah. or, or next year, right? Whatever it is. Um, being able to do that, then you can set yourself up for success by creating a plan that's going to make you meet that goal. But that spontaneous energy, maybe you can, I don't know, I guess just put it into a goal. Like, yeah, and totally. doing that, I think, set, maybe that'll help, I don't know, I guess a happy medium between... Just the let's get up and go. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think it could also be 
Yeah, and I think it's easier to do spontaneous trips for sure with like a smaller, a smaller trip. Like maybe totally. not too far. Yeah, you don't cheap. have to do it grand scheme. Go to like Europe somewhere. Obviously, those tickets tend to be like over a thousand dollars round trip. You know, so right. those are obviously a lot more expensive. Um, but make make it small. I think that's the challenge from this episode today is to uh, just to consider doing a small trip whether that's going to a city nearby that's like an hour or two hours away and staying a night with a friend or by yourself whatever you feel uh, but just I think it's something so special about getting out from where you're comfortable and it's crazy what you can learn if you just open your mind to like new perspectives and new environments hmm. question yeah do you think that the the size or price of a trip determines its worth or value? Not at all. Not at all. Definitely not. I mean, like I shared earlier, this earlier this year, I I uh, got to do a really cool trip, two-week trip, uh, camping trip uh, to Utah. And went to Zion, went to um, Bryce Canyon, went to... Uh, Lake Powell, and it was just overlanding, meaning we were like off the grid, just camping in like complete isolation in nature. Like it was gorgeous, hmm. and it was a fairly like simple trip in the sense that like it was close. It was camping, uh, but just going out, um, and, like in nature, being alone, like was so refreshing and just kind of whoa, hmm. like. The silence, the beauty, the birds, the trees, the the rocks, the rock formations, all that. It's just, it's so, so captivating mm. and it just opens your mind. So it's something so small as taking a trip to the, the local mountain or whatever, you know, like going up to Big Bear or to, to Mount Baldy. Like it's something really cool about that. So I think size, cost, none of that, you know, defines the trip. It, it's really the perspective you take because truthfully like attitude is everything and if you have a good attitude and perspective Mm. you'll have a great time wherever you go so yeah awesome well that's cool Uh, obviously there's so much more you can talk about traveling so Um, much so much more and in this podcast all we did was really share about personal experiences where we want to go and like spontaneity and planning travel so and you know what I think I have the confidence to say that this will be the first of many because our experiences will continue to grow, right? We're going to have, hopefully, fingers crossed, that we will have many more opportunities to travel and to, you know, kind of come up with more ways that we can get back on the podcast and talk about our new experiences of traveling or, hey, we didn't notice this before. Like, this is another benefit of traveling or, you know what I mean? We can go or go deeper. But um, I think that's cool. I will say, yeah, I definitely, I have the confidence to say it. I think we'll have many more. Oh, I don't doubt it. Not at all. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's, that's it for this episode. Yeah. Rachel? Would you like to uh, repeat our mantra? Yes. Yep. I will say, um, we always, always want to leave you with this. Please take time to relish in life's ambiguity this week. Come on. You guys are awesome. Plan the travel. Mm -hmm. Do something. Get out of yourself. 
and uh, we'll see you next week for another episode. This is the Rad Podcast, and we outie. Peace. Doses. <laughs>